Welcome to Podding This Together, the podcast where we get into the thick of it, and I'm not talking about Rick Moranis' chest hair. I'm Dustin. I'm Lori. <laughs> it's sports month. Uh, grab your Darth Vader helmet, your cheerleading skirt, and other non-useful football equipment, because today we are watching the Little Giants. Misfits form their own opposing team to an elite peewee football team coached by the elite team's coach brother. They had like 10 words to choose from that they just had to use like over and over. And, <laughs> and I was like, if you thought I just typed out that shitty sentence myself, I didn't. That was the actual IMDb. How would you do better than that? Brothers use youths as pawns in their little competition. I've been watching a lot of Cobra Kai and it's basically Cobra Kai, but with football. Oh, yeah, I can see that. But also Rick Moranis just being like delightfully supportive of his child and other children. That's true. He's super nice. Well, and he was like nice as the kid too, like growing up. You could tell. Like they did good with Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill. Like that's a good combo. I, it was funny to me because I obviously like know who Ed O'Neill is. And then when I first saw him, I had to say, okay, that's not the guy from Coach or Parenthood. But I couldn't remember <laughs> what know. he was from. Because <laughs> I mean, they're kind of same like realm of like actors. And then I was like, oh, it's that guy from that that family show. One of my favorites of all time. But then it took me like 15 minutes into the movie to realize he's the guy from not Home Improvement. Oh, my God. The show Married with, with Children. Yeah, that one. That's my favorite of all time. Sorry. And then he's what is he now? Yeah, he's on Modern Family. That's the one. That's the one I was like, oh, the guy from Modern Family. I'm like, no, that's not like what I know him from. I've never even seen that show. Gosh. So my parents used to say that like because Married with Children would have been like early 90s to like late 90s, you know, yeah. probably like a six year run. So I would have only been like five or six, you know, when it was in its heyday. But they said I would watch it and like laugh at the inappropriate like sex <laughs> jokes that like they're like does he like get it or does he just laugh because of the laugh track like I don't know but I used to love that show but yeah this was really well cast I really enjoyed it I was pretty excited at the beginning I thought it was going to be like a Disney sports movie and those are fine I just feel Disney movies are a little bit more linear where it's like copy and paste like different aspects and they're very like heartwarming and good but they're also like DreamWorks is like edgier or Warner Brothers or whoever did this than Disney who did this yeah so this this movie starts out, it's uh, 1960s in a place called Ur- Urbania, and it's two brothers who are talking about football. One is like super beefy and one is clearly like the little nerd who's like, I don't know if they cast baby Rick Moranis really well or if you just need to put like glasses on a brunette skinny kid. That's what I think they did, like maybe some curly hair. Yeah. Like a little bit. But like it looked like Rick Moranis. <laughs> I think it's just because, yeah, he has those huge, like iconic, like 80s glasses or whatever. Yeah. And then, like, basically, it's they're doing the like schoolyard pick of who's going to be on what football teams. And then Rick Moranis gets left alone, <laughs> which is sad because Ed O'Neill is his brother and was the captain. And he's, you know, he's just like, I was like, oh, I'm definitely going to get picked by my brother. <laughs> and like, yeah. does it, I don't even know how 
like how did he not end up on any team like i guess they had an odd number of players like i don't as like an older sibling like you know in those circumstances you can just like look at the little sibling and be like whoa you're really good at like counting can you be in charge of keeping track of the score like make it sound like the really cool job you're giving them instead mm-hmm. just like the perpetually gum chewing older brother was like no you suck this is a favor though believe me well he no he was like he's like you're not that bad i'm just so good that it makes you look bad it <laughs> so was the bad. classic yeah i'm like mm, that's rude but then present day we find out that the older brother kevin is kevin. the good one is no, uh, no, no, no. Just... Kenny's, kevin's the mean one danny kevin's the, the mean one dan okay um it's just gonna be Rick Moranis and Ed O'Neill. But that's fine. Yeah, fine. The, the bad boy, he owns a used car dealership and he gives footballs and signatures. To, it's like very, I bet this takes place in like Texas, like West Texas somewhere, where it's like if you're a good football player in high school, you're just set, like the whole town will adore you forever. Oh, for sure. I was just thinking about this like the, if you're good in small towns and sports, like you're iconic like in my hometown even there's a guy who won like a state basketball championship in 1997 and people are still like oh it's mike wall you're like that guy cares? yeah you're like you're like he works at john deere now that great. <laughs> like, you can see him every day if you wanted to like it's- well and i think it's funny too that like he doesn't he's not even a high school football coach he's a peewee like it's like lower than low like it's children yeah for as big a deal as they portray him like he won three state titles one national championship one heisman which is like the oh big deal that's like the biggest deal in college sports like he probably would have gone pro and now he's just coaching a peewee team but his name is still on the like it yeah it's a really far drop but nobody talks about that like not even like a maybe he didn't want to be like a not head coach maybe that was the thing they're like oh you can be like the like offensive coach or something he's like no i'm like the coach or i'm not doing it like he needs to be like yeah but so he coaches children but he doesn't even have like boys to play he has like two like cute like yeah just two girls so it's like none of the i would have i think i would have liked it more if he had like a kid that he could also have on his own team i also like the fact though that he like so he's more successful and they put him as like the obviously the more all the accolades and stuff but like he still works at a used chevy dealership but his brother also still works in the car industry but Mm -hmm. like owns a gas station i do like that their last name was o'shea and it was o'shea chevrolet where i'm like did they have like backups of chevrolet didn't want to give them the rights to the name so to be like oh the horde brothers and horde ford and like I don't know their mm. football like Fiat Fiat or something. Right. <laughs> yeah. Just in case they're like, yeah. we got one for Dodge. We got one for what would Dodge like Saj Dodge? Just like really stupid Hodge. rhyming. Hodge That's better Dodge. than Saj. <laughs> yeah, Saj doesn't sound like a real name. Oh yeah, so that they we see the practice or whatever for Kevin and he's all these kids like right now they're just trying to figure out like they're in this league that they play against other like towns so there's only supposed to be one team in the town. So they're having tryouts and we see the, I never remember the, we can't remember all the kids like nicknames. Cause I don't know if you did, but the, the big like offensive lineman guy gets hit in the head and it looks like he's bleeding, but it turns out to just be jelly. Which is a pretty good prank. <laughs> he just eats peanut butter jelly in his, in his helmet. <laughs> I love it. I did kind of like that. I'm like, yeah, I would eat that. Jokes on whoever pranked him. Like now he has like some extra energy to really get him through <laughs> the game. The, yeah, the mean coach doesn't even like really make fun of him. He's just like, doesn't he just say he's like, you're disgusting or something? Yeah. <laughs> Becky is Danny's daughter, mm-hmm. which it's kind of weird because on Roseanne, the child's name is Becky and Dan is the dad on that. So I think that's like a, just a cliche, like 90s. Dan and Becky. Yeah. Oh, they're the Connors. I was going to say the O'Connors. Yeah. 
I mean, they could be the O'Connors. <laughs> I mean, they're yeah. not, but they could be. <laughs> yeah, she's like super, super good. And Rick Moranis, like, I love how he's just kind of like, oh, you want to do this? That's fine. And like later on, she wants to train. He's like, if you're sure, if you want to do this, go for it. Like, he's just such a good, supportive dad. No, he doesn't care. But I mean, later, I guess she kind of gets pissed at him because she he only maybe treats her as a boy or she thinks he only cheats her but he's yeah. just trying to be like oh i thought you were into this like he did he wasn't trying to push anything he's just like i don't know she's just like a teen who is like who am i <laughs> although i did find the whole dynamic of like they just keep saying it's like you know your mom quit on our team and it's just like what <laughs> right. a weird thing to say like what i wanted like i like i missed at the beginning if she had left so i thought maybe she had just died so i love the fact that she was like no i'm just out of here <laughs> so yeah they just uh, they just she just quit she just left um oh i have problems though with these teens Lori. why is that i know you don't care and probably nobody else cares but okay i get why they chose the giants and the cowboys because at the time in the 90s the cowboys were like the best team and the giants are their like super big rivals but this takes place in ohio then just have it take place in texas because if you were in ohio all these kids would be Cleveland Browns fans or Cincinnati Bengals fans. I disagree though. Cause like, when did you live in Nebraska? Like how old were you? I actually never did. I just loved Nebraska football. Well, <laughs> did you live in a place that had, so in Nebraska though, we didn't have like teams that we loved or like we had like Midwest, like, okay. The point I'm going to make is that there's no NFL growing, teams in the, in the that, but also it was like, as a kid, you just pick the team that either your parents like, or that is doing best. Right. So I remember like in the nineties, it was like, everybody loved the Denver Broncos because John Elway yeah. and the Chicago Bulls, because they were like, they were just winning everything. And the Yankees, Michael Jordan, yeah. that was it. So That's I feel true. like at least for this, the kids would want to be like, Oh, we're the Cowboys. Like you'd pick whatever, like the winningest team is like now I'm sure kids are like Lakers and Patriots or whatever. Right. Yeah. I guess I could see it. Cause it's also just Wee, but like, but Ohio is such like a football, like there's such a big football state and they have two professional teams they would have they would have been browns mm. <laughs> like eh. but i'll 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 allow it but yeah the they like sort out the teams and icebox despite being like the best player there doesn't get picked yeah pretty gross because then ed o'neill kevin goes home to his like wife and two daughters and even his wife is like uh why didn't you pick your niece <laughs> because she's clearly really yeah. fucking good <laughs> yeah even they were like she's really good he's like she can't play and i did like i liked this scene i don't know about you but like she's like women can be you know diplomat leaders or run ceos of companies and all the but she's like but they can't play peewee football and Ed O'Neill's just like eating his like steak yep like, yep <laughs> <laughs> i liked the youngest daughter a lot she was like super enamored by her dad but like she was the one who was like always recording him and being like oh dad and she was like super well spoken for how little she was that's it is that later in the movie that's why it was recorded then because she just yeah. recording things. okay i was like i kind of like blank that out of my head i was like why did they record this i took it as she would be around all the football and stuff and i'm sure the sidekick of ed o'neill was always filming plays so in her head she was filming plays to like show her dad mm. later oh it looks like you had some issues with the continuity in the next scene <laughs> oh yeah i did because normally i don't uh i don't like notice this thing very often so this one i had a had some problems with because so this is when icebox is talking to danny so rick moranis and she has this huge glass of chocolate milk or just milk. She just squeezes half that bottle in there, by the way. And then like 
stirs it and it doesn't even change color like that's the first problem i have with it it didn't change color i was like did they put anything in there and then they kept like going back and forth between him and her talking about you know he's like oh it sucks that you didn't get picked but maybe this opens the door for other things and they would just show it to where it was super full when it was on her face but then when it was on his face it was like empty down to here and you could still see that like chocolate ring at the bottom oh no so it was just so obvious filmed it in like two separate (laughs) Like she was never actually there talking to him, basically. Oh, Rick Moranis was talking to a chair for sure. (laughs) But yeah, then like there's a really fun scene. It's basically like she walks around and or no, the next scene is um, the kids who didn't make the team and other kids that are just like around or hanging out in a garage. And like the one guy is super farty. And then the bullies come (laughs) to like make fun of him for being gassy. Yeah, I love that scene, too. They just have this ragtag equipment like that one kid's playing in a Darth Vader helmet okay but I think that one I haven't seen Spaceballs but Rick Moranis's character in Spaceballs wears a Darth Vader helmet the whole time so I think that was like an intentional like easter egg to that character that actually probably makes yeah sense but like they basically you know what I mean they just got like stuff from Rick Moranis's like gas station I guess slash junkyard they just picked up crap and the jock strap on the face joke or the cup (laughs) yeah yeah, I do. I, I like these misfit kids, but for some reason, like with this movie, I had a hard time remembering their nicknames and names compared to like other, like the Sandlot, you almost remember all the names like, yeah, yeah, the Hambino, like, like, I can't remember any of these kids nicknames. Or even Holes is similar where it's like the band of misfits with all the nicknames on this one. Mm-hmm. I think they're more like reliant on, I think it's um their nicknames don't match the character traits that they really push. Like, I don't know Farty Boy's name, but it could have just been Stink or something or like Stink and that would have worked well enough. (laughs) Right, yeah. Or like, who's the kid that like comes in later, but he like has snot bubbles. I think they just call him like his name Jake, but you're like, how do you not give that kid a nickname? (laughs) Bubbles. Right, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. There was the one kid who just in my head was Minkus, but I looked it up and he's not played by the same (laughs) actor who played Minkus. Because they have oh. two scrawny glasses kids in this one, which is different than most. Uh, so, the, yeah, the one you think is Minkus, I think, is the one that later in the movie comes up with the play, right? Yeah, the yeah. annexing Puerto Rico, which yeah. I Googled that. And I guess on a football game on Thanksgiving, some team like actually like used it oh, really? and called it the same thing. Yeah. Wow. So who's the sports fan, like football fan now? <laughs> well, that's true. Well, this f- Fumble Ruski was the real one. That's Nebraska did that back in the day. And it's now okay. technically supposed to be illegal. Oh. Because you like you can't like purposely fumble the balls, what they say. But they're, they're passing. Like, aren't all passes just like purposely fumbling? Yeah. But you can't like you can't like take the ball and like set it down on the ground for a Oh, okay. Fair. Yeah. The the I like the scene though where Icebox Becky is like walking around the town and just like acquiring children to like be on the team that they're making that she's decided unbeknownst to Rick Moranis at this point that like, oh, he's going to coach a football team. And there is, it's cool to me that there's a chase scene in a kid's movie where she's like on the go-kart chasing the bullies away. Yeah, I like that too. The... (laughs) Because, yeah, the two, the three bullies are on, like, bikes, and she's on her go-kart, which is pretty awesome. And she just basically runs over them. Yeah. Like, they definitely could have died. I mean, would the world have really been worse? No, they weren't really bad. It was the uncles who were bad. Yeah. That was actually really, yeah, they they claim, like, this Cowboys team is so, like, mean. But there's really only, like, two kids or two scenes where they were, like, otherwise yeah. just, like, trying to play football. And the kid who was, like, me and the spike guy, like, I think he was more just probably raised in a basement to be a pure football machine and has never been hugged. <laughs> I like his like metal tooth. Yeah. 
But yeah, they, she's like, my dad's going to coach a football team. We find out there's like the scene where Ed O'Neill is like reliving his glory days to these old people who are calling him on a shit. Yeah. Wait, was that at the coffee shop or whatever? Yeah, like the diner. I love the, I don't understand the, the diner people, like that old person dynamic. Like everybody, I feel like every small town has those like old people who are just at the coffee shop or gas stations who like talk about the teams. But these old people get like, really involved in this game that they're about to set up and they're like degenerate gamblers basically because they're betting on peewee football it is yeah it's so funny that it's just this is all based on peewee football because this town pretends like it like college or nfl basically football is life (laughs) um Right. So I love, though, that Rick Moranis, like Becky just shows up at that coffee shop with like her dad there. And she's like, hey, yeah, you're going to coach this team. And like he doesn't even question. He's just like, all right. (laughs) Yeah. Well, it's funny, too, because basically Ed O'Neill hears about it from one of the old guys, I think the mayor. And then he goes, Ed O'Neill goes up to Rick Moranis to like confront him and be like, whoa, like you didn't tell me you're doing this football team. What's the deal? And it seems as though Rick Moranis is about to say, oh, I didn't know about this. Let me talk to my daughter. We'll get stuff straightened out. That's ridiculous. But Ed O'Neill is such a dick to him about it that it really pushes him to just accept it and be like, yeah, I guess I'm coaching the team now. I'm going to take you on. He's a yes man. He's like, I'm down. Yeah. But yeah, they can only have one team per town. So I guess the rule is they have to like do a death match game. And that will determine who gets to have a team. Right. So this is even just even more crazy because like, I don't know the timeline of this, like when they're playing, it's like almost summer, it seems like, because then the kids aren't in school. But like, how do they have time? They basically have weeks to practice for this fake preseason game to then just decide who's going to be the team for the real season. Like when is the real season? It's just all year, all football in Ohio. Yeah. Okay, so all the players we have, we have Farty. Bubbles. We have Bubbles, the snot kid, whose mom is just like, it's funny because she's like, oh, we had to try an IVF and it took 13 years to conceive him. And he, when he was born, he was only a pound and like he's never been able to play outside and blah, blah, blah. So I think football is perfect for him. I was expecting like they were setting it up basically that she'd be like the hovering parent like there. And she's like, no, he needs to get the shit kicked out of him to like really become a child. Like, yeah. I was exp- I was expecting that too. I was kind of thinking um, right more along your lines where she was going to be like, uh, we just want him to participate in team sports, but like don't want him to get hurt. hurt. But then I was kind of hoping he would be like, even though he's tiny, to just be like crazy and like just go wild <laughs> and like almost be amazing because he like and hurt people because you're like, whoa, that guy is feisty. Yeah. That's what I was or even for him to have like usually in those would be like he'd be like the kicker where they find out like oh you're really good you're a secret weapon at like this one specific thing so like he have like his moment <laughs> yeah but i think his only real moment is later on when he like turtles <laughs> that is, yeah. the <laughs> kid's like, he's like thing. i'm gonna rip your head off and he's just like, <laughs> it's, like it's so good i always think that like in every 90s movie there's this scrawny dweeby kid character and they're just kind of the sidekick you don't really think about it i think they're super underrated because they always just nail the role like that kid was probably the funniest kid oh for sure him or i did like the other like you said there's about they actually have three of the same characters like yeah three of them are just really tiny and scrawny you have like the one blonde little kid who like runs around in a circle later in the movie no because minkus is the guy who came up with the play like, oh, I don't yeah. even think he plays. Like, he's kind of like an assistant coach. Then you got the <laughs> other, but then you have his twin yeah. who, like, runs around. And he's, like, 
cute and little and whatever and then you got this bubbles guy who's like cute and little and you're just like okay they're all three scrappy dudes that like well and then there's the one who he puts the gel or something on his hands and then he's like break and then like just gets it stuck and then he like the that one gets when he gets the hand stuck to his chest just keeps doing his like own heartbeat but like while still i was hoping that the football would get stuck in the goo and that he would just do a really good play like they try to take it from him but he just like wouldn't fumble yeah, I was too. Like his hands aren't even on it. It's just the yeah. football on his jersey. That'd be funny. Yeah, they're like, what? and they're like, it's not technically. He hasn't dropped it. Like it's still in their <laughs> possession. That would be that'd be good. Uh, yeah. There's a training montage, and they're at a grocery store, and there's a boy who's just like really good at throwing toilet paper one by one into a cart with no parents around. <laughs> yeah, that's actually a great point. I didn't even think of that until you just said that. But like, like is he a homeless he... little boy? <laughs> right. Why is he at the grocery store? just throwing toilet paper in a cart and why didn't he try out for the other team he's really good and it's a small town you definitely would have. he has to be homeless it almost is like they just moved back potentially maybe i don't remember, know that they tell Rick us moranis is like he finds out later that he's not homeless guys he has a mom and this mom used to i be mean Rick moms moranis's. could be homeless too <laughs> she could be um <laughs> she she used to be in like rick moranis's class or something like that and he was like she was that. like her crush as he like had a crush on her as a kid yeah so it seems like maybe whatever maybe maybe his dad quit on their team just like rick moranis <laughs> wife quit on their team god what if my parents are divorced but we had the talk of like oh we still love you but we're just gonna live in different places blah 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 i would have been so pissed off if at 10 my parents sat me down and went okay team sometimes <laughs> team members have to get traded to another team and your mom's moving out like <laughs> sometimes one of us quits <laughs> Because like, we can't fucking take our teammates anymore. And like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Sometimes you've been playing together too long. But um, the the little giants, they I like that they don't really get down on themselves. They're just having fun. And I also it took me way too long to realize because at first when you see the giant the little giant's name, you don't see the logo in the way that the giants logo usually is. Mm-hmm. And so it said little giants. And I was just like, oh, that's a good, a good sports name because they're tinier than the other team. And then it took until I saw the Dallas Cowboys logo later to realize that it was a play on the actual NFL team. So that took like 15 minutes too long for me to realize. I think if I were a kid watching this, I'd want to hang out with the Giants, but I'd still want to be on the Cowboys. Oh, the Cowboys are a better team. We'll get into that later. How I think this is like (laughs) this. this I love that the, the Giants win. It's cool, but like they would never win. I'm so sorry. Like, <laughs> I mean, I don't think you're giving enough credence to heart. Uh, no, the, the, I am. <laughs> they would have scored a lot. <laughs> I like too how, and I, yeah, we'll get into it when we like actually get to that part, which would be soon because this movie's fast moving. They, they, get the, they get the new little not homeless boy to be on their team. <laughs> basically and then we find out that icebox has a crush on casper and then i their dynamic is just so good because i feel like in a lot of movies you always protect the young girl character like oh i don't want you to have a crush on a boy you're too young to date and that would be a whole thing instead he kind of mocks her because as soon as he sees who the mom is he gets kind of flustered Mm -hmm. and so then icebox wants to make fun of her dad rick moranis for it he's like oh look who's talking like you're doing much better right now and they're just yeah, kind that, of like that's, that scene at the house is good like with yeah. him in the, like trying to like you knock on the door no you knock on the door he's accepting that his daughter's growing up yeah or like when she has like makeup on like he just says oh is that makeup like he's not like 
de- degrading it. He's, she's just like, no, it's a lollipop or whatever. And he's like, yeah, okay, sure. Whatever. He's just like, is this what we're doing now? Like he's yeah. always kind of checking in on her. Like I support it. I'm just confused. <laughs> is that heroin? I'm just checking. Just checking. <laughs> I mean, if this is what you're into now. But yeah, he goes, Rick Moranis goes and she like rings the doorbell and he has the cute scene with the mom that he has a crush on. And I guess pitches that the boy should play with uh, his team because he also likes the mom. He just unbuttons a little bit more further down. Don't chest her shame Rick Moranis. I No, I just love it because like, <laughs> I think it's just such a dad thing, especially like back yeah. in the day. Like my dad definitely just has regular t-shirts where it just starts curling up like here. And you're just like, dad, come on. <laughs> Do something, please. Um, oh, the cowboys find out that Casper, because they're spying. Casper. Are we going to call him Casper? What's his name? Well, his name's Junior in the. Okay, you weren't supposed to remember. Well, that's just like his name, though. Like, it's not even a nickname. I guess his name is Junior, which is How weird shitty cause... is it that his dad isn't around and he has to just be. Maybe before he was like. Uh, yes. His was name was like Dustin. And since dad's gone, mom's like, I can't have that name around anymore. You're just Junior now. <laughs> Yeah, I would probably just legally change it and be like, what's your middle name? We're going to go. <laughs> It'd be funny if the mom gave a like a similar, like if there was the parallel to show that Rick Moranis and her were like destined to be together, that she's talking to Junior and you're like, your dad traded. He's decided he wanted to work with cheerleaders instead of me or something like that. And he uses like also like team based. Or it would have been metaphors. even better at the very end of the, the final game. And he like kisses the mom and they're like, oh, you think this is going to be a happy ending? And then all of a sudden the dad is like, whoa, like he shows up and he's, <laughs> he's like, been there the whole time. Yeah, he's, like, he's like, this is who you've been seeing? Like, what? Like, <laughs> I was on a business trip for two days. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But yeah, the guns, the guns come out because the butts and Ed O'Neill are spying on the children playing football. And like, you don't even need to use binoculars. It's like, they're just playing on an open park. You could just be nearby but they find out that they're (laughs) spying so rick moranis calls the cops who immediately show up pull their guns on these two people and then the next scene is a newspaper that says local hero rested and it's super funny because the wife of ed o'neill makes a comment she's like well it's just clever that he called the state police instead of the local police implying that the local police would have been like oh we're not arresting the hero oh which is probably true though yeah you definitely get some preferential treatment with like small town cops for sure. Yeah. Like if they know your family or this, like, eh, we'll let this slide. But yeah, so he gets arrested, but let out immediately. So this is the second to like, also Ed O'Neill is supposed to be portrayed like as he is the bad guy, I guess. But like, he keeps having like weird, bad things happen. Like he gets, he tackles that dummy into the tree and it's video camera. So people like see it. And then the cop, he gets arrested. So it's like, He's almost becoming like a buffoon, even though he's like the town hero. The weird, so those old guys that I was talking about at the cafe, each old person calls like the other team coach. So like they call Kevin or Danny and tell them about this like kid, this new 10 year old kid that just moved there and that they should go. They want it. He wants to speak to the O'Shea brother. So it doesn't specify which one, but everybody oh, yeah. knows he means, uh, everybody knows they mean Kevin because he was like the old football player and everything uh they have like a we have like another weird car scene where but now that rick moranis is driving the go-kart <laughs> and then he ends up talking to the guy who kind of looks like the blonde mean gi joe and he's like i moved here just to get my son to play 
to get my son to play on the team because I love you. I'm the biggest fan, which is creepy. And it seems like he just like also no mom around. It seems like this guy had this child to genetically modified born to be a football machine. And your first point actually makes he's this huge fan of Kevin O'Shea, biggest fan, moved there so he could play for that coach. But when Rick Moranis shows up, he's like, oh, are you Kevin? Are you Kevin O'Shea? It's like, if you're a huge fan, you would know what he looks like. Yeah, even pre-internet, you'd still have posters and memorabilia and stuff. Like, I know what Bob Devaney looked like. Exactly, yeah. Like, we all know what those, like, other players, like, Scott Frost looks different than Eric Crouch. Like, I know that. Like, yeah. everybody knows that. Like, And that was the 90s, before TV existed. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. So that's that's a weird one. And I didn't even think of that either. Yeah. Does anybody, is anybody married in Urbania? Other than Which like, we're not shaming. Single parents are valid. It's just weird in this movie how, no. like, it's just not a thing. I'm going to move to Urbania. <laughs> so you can have a child? Like, you just, just like, find just, one. Just child by myself and be like, eh? like what's going on, singles? <laughs> <laughs> Uncle Kevin pretends to be supportive to Becky because she she's concerned that the boy junior that she's very interested in only sees her as basically a guy and that he couldn't possibly be interested in her because she's not the cheerleader type, which we don't really. There's one scene where junior is kind of like flirting with a little. It's weird because they're like 10. So like flirting. It did not like that scene. (laughs) Yeah. So they're just kind of like chatting and it's weird and also like 10 year old cheerleaders whole weird thing but we don't really it's kind of she's projecting that i think we don't know for sure from junior it seems like he's not interested in girls in general because he's He's 10 and it's not that she he's not into her but she's also like she looks like three years older than him fun fact is she did i get it exactly right he's actually four years older oh jesus no the car, I just, I think the car wash scene, I did not like because again, yeah, it's like I hate when they keep showing like little kids doing like car wash stuff. It's like I don't, first of all, I don't want a kid to wash my car. <laughs> right, like they're all. not going to do it well. Yeah, it's like it's just such a weird thing, and like they're not even old enough to make it. Like I don't even know. It's like not even funny or cute. You're just like this is weird. It's just like child labor. Uh, but yeah, so Becky, she's now contemplating quitting because Ed O'Neill was like. She's like, if you want to be seen as a pretty girl, maybe you should do girl stuff. And so now the team is like falling apart because she, she's like all pissy and like doesn't know what she wants to do. Spike is pissed because he thinks the team sucks. And like that makes the other like boys who like the whole team was getting along really well with like Icebox was the captain. Junior was the good quarterback. And like the little guys were just doing their thing. But like now they're all like, mad at each other which is weird i that's the part too where kevin and o'neill became the villain for me because whatever shitty kid football rivalry that's fine it's not really that big of a deal but then he starts playing actual psychological games with a 10 year old girl (laughs) whose mom joined a different team like that's next level messed up oh by the way in the i was kind of like half paying attention to this scene um and i she like hits the spoon right and like something pops off her plate into her like water or whatever and I I actually thought for a quick second when I just like looked away and looked back at the scene I put in the notes real quick I was like did he just roofie his (laughs) I thought it was like a pill to like make her like sick or something to not be able to go to the game oh my god that would have been 
And luckily, I rewound it because I was like, this doesn't make any sense. He just kills her. Yeah, I rewound it and I saw that it was her that like got something in her own drink. I was like, oh, thank God. Golly, that would have been. So I had to, I had to take that out of the. Not list. good. Oh, so then she like wants to quit basically. Like at this point, because she went there to begin with her. I don't remember if it's later, but she wanted to talk to her aunt to try to get some like cheer stuff. Hmm. And then that's when Is she that goes home. Yeah. And so she takes it home and Rick Moranis is like, you got to show me what you have, which like he's trying to be like authoritarian and figure out what his daughter's bringing into his house without like also shaming her, like prying too much. So she ends up like dropping it. And that's when she's like, do you know what mom used to do? She used to call me princess. You never do. And that's when he's like, your mom joined a different team. She didn't (laughs) want us. She quit. It was a heavy, weird scene. But this is also... There's okay. a part where he, like he picks up the box and like looks at it and he like he's too good of an actor for this movie but it was nice here because you can tell he's looking at it and it seems to be the moment where he's like oh no I have a teenager on the horizon mm. like the way he just looks at it he's not sad that she's getting into cheerleading it's more like oh she's she's trying to figure stuff out and this is like intense and not kid stuff anymore. <laughs> Honey I shrunk my cheerleading uniform. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Um, I'll but I do I also just get in my head of like I could I couldn't stop picturing him in like Ghostbusters role for a little bit there when, <laughs> like you know when he's like trying to talk to Sigourney Weaver in Ghostbusters and he's like hey I'm having a party later if you want to come over and she like shuts the door and he's just yeah. like yeah that's cool 15 people like he's just basically doing that with yeah. his daughter because she's like slamming the door and he's like that's cool I'm just gonna go make a sandwich and whatever they get a bunch of football players. I feel like this is supposed to be like the Space Jam moment where they show like Charles Barkley and Larry Bird and stuff, but I don't know who any of them are. This part's weird. Yeah. So John Madden and uh, old football players. Um, I don't remember who the second one was, but obviously I know who John Madden is. And then the other one was uh, Emmett Smith, uh, the running back for the Dallas Cowboys. So they're all, they're all going to Canton, Ohio, which is where the football hall of fame is. And apparently their bus breaks down. And so of course they show up in Urbania probably looking for some single moms and they like I don't know how like, they've they go heard to the... that it's a swinger town yeah exactly <laughs> like we're gonna make a pit stop real quick but it kind of works out because John Madden they to help the bus does Rick Moranis help with the bus issue then because like John Madden starts to talk with the kid who makes the play and the football like Emmett Smith talks to the offensive players and then the other guy talks to the defensive players because he was like a good defensive player in the NFL and basically just like teach the little giants to like be tough and believe in themselves and things like they learn more in the five minutes that these two players talk to them than the whole movie that Rick Moranis was trying to coach them uh but yeah that's so yeah it's it's cool I don't know why these football players spent like a afternoon with these uh these kids but they did we're getting ready for the game and they all like seem ready but then this is where we get to that awkward scene where becky and junior talk about kissing <laughs> i'm i'm too old for this like it was just it was i think it was age appropriate for them it was good because she they were talking about like practicing right. kissing and she's trying to like imply that she wants to kiss him and he's not getting it because he's just like not even there yet mentally he is not interested in girls not specifically not interested in her just like Hasn't gotten to the point where he has crushes. Yeah, he's he's still like, ew, girls, gross. And so he kind of reacts like that when she says, well, if I were a cheerleading type, would you want to kiss me then? He's like, no, still no, absolutely not. Like, that sounds, if I had, like, it's nauseating to him at this point. The weird line, the best line too is like, 
she's like i practiced on my hand but you know the problem with kissing your hand and he's like what and she's like it doesn't <laughs> kiss back and it's like oh weird yeah yeah i didn't i didn't like it so becky has an existential crisis and she's like i'm a cheerleader now because this little peewee game has cheerleaders but not specifically all of our uniforms are the same but i'm gonna cheer for the little giants but the same the girls who are also in cheerleader outfits that i'm wearing are cheering for the cowboys mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah That's which is a thing call. yeah there's like three cheerleaders two and one i guess so they just but they're on the same sideline and right beside each other yeah that makes no sense yeah you have to learn the moves and stuff and the cheers uh no you do not <laughs> that is incorrect <laughs> yeah so she's a cheerleader now, which means that they are without their star player. They didn't replace her. Wouldn't they just be disqualified numbers-wise? You don't have a full team anymore. Um, I mean, they must have had 12 players and some guy was just They did on the not sideline. have 12 kids <laughs> on either yeah. side. That's, yeah, I don't know. They, Both teams, are, they get to the big game day and everybody's like, actually, you could just like make one big team. So this is my thing. Get, big game day happens, guys, and it's not going well. Clearly, every time Spike touches the ball, he basically scores and they can't do like they're huge. They're just like they're tackling the little giants like they the one kid rips the dude's head off because he turtles his neck into his <laughs> like padding. Anyway, somehow it gets to like halftime, but it's only 21. It wouldn't be 21 to nothing. It would have been like 63 to nothing because they could not tackle him. If there was this much of a disparity between the team, they didn't just get three fucking touchdowns. That's what I'm saying. In two quarters, like literally every time that guy touched the ball, he was just not getting tackled. So like yeah. he would have scored like five times in the first quarter. And also field goals and stuff don't exist in this game. The extra point existed, but at the beginning of the game, Rick Moranis is like, our secret's kicking. Why weren't they just trying to do, f- like, why were they trying to run it all the time? Like, obviously that's not going to work for you little dweebs. Like, because it was a, the only points they got was like sevens. Yeah, yeah, they didn't even, like, and it was like a miracle that the guy made the extra point, even. I, as a very serious football fan, don't like that. <laughs> I didn't either. That's what, that was, that's my whole problem. Like, this other team had, like, legit players. They had, like, legit pads, helmets, uh, practices. I'm sorry. Heart only gets you so far right. in these games. This is not one of them. And fart only gets you so far. <laughs> Farts only get you in so many. But yeah, because the, like, the little giants then in the second half after the speech, which we can get to the speech because that actually was pretty good. But uh, they like win because they're like doing gimmicky stuff. So I don't even really necessarily like that because you're like, well, they're not a good football team. They're just, like, how many games can you win if you just do gimmicky stuff? Maybe one maybe one also at the end okay spoilers the little giants win they suck the first half i mean (laughs) it's like there's so much football it's not called little cowboys guys get over right but there was so much football in this which okay it's a football movie so that's a weird complaint but the football the game was like 20 minutes long and it was kind of just like cowboys do good the little giants do something silly. And then it was just that over and over and over again because they had to make sure each kid got their own moment of doing something zany and cool. It was, right, just, yes. it was just a lot. Right, so the kid, yeah, who couldn't catch had the whole tar thing, which we talked about with his hands, but he finally caught a pass later in the game. Then we had the little guy who was scared to run. He finally runs around and scores. And right, like the each, or the kicker who sucks at kicking, but somehow made an extra point. Like they all had each little... Quit. you're right each kid had like a, a moment which i guess was kind of nice but like 
we don't even know their names. I don't. I guess if you're a kid, you like it because it's a visual, like it's it's good kid humor. But as an adult, I don't want to say I fell asleep a little bit. I didn't take a full on nap, but when I was laying watching this, I closed my eyes for too long, and I don't feel like I missed anything. <laughs> Lori was drunk the last <laughs> third of the movie. It was nine a.m. I was watching Little Giants. But yeah, so halftime somehow only down three touchdowns. Uh, this is the. The speech that they, you know, usually it's just like rah rah, like you know, got us down, but we can do it. We can do it. The only full eyes, empty heart, can't lose. (laughs) Exactly. The only reason they think they can do it though is because just one time they each have had a story of where they are better than their sibling at something, and that's basically what they keep right. They just they're like, he's like, you're not better than your brother. He's like, yeah, but one time. I caught more fish than all my brothers. And you're like, no way. And like, What if there's a kid like, who's like, I don't have any siblings. And it's like, oh, you're trash. You need to go. You do not have the same complex we all do. This is <laughs> yeah. a thing. Okay, clearly you have never been to Urbania because you definitely have a sibling, but you only have one parent. <laughs> That's the deal. <laughs> you had to trade the parent to get the second kid. <laughs> yeah. It's like you're playing a game of, uh, of life. Like you go around the board and you're like, oh, you lost your wife, but you gained a kid. Like, nice. <laughs> Not enough room in the car, so you gotta make <laughs> yeah. some choices. Do I gotta do I go to college or just get a job at O'Shea Chevrolet? I guess I'll just go to O'Shea Chevrolet. O'Shea Chevrolet is such a good name though. Like I would definitely buy a car from I don't want a Chevy. I mean, I don't care. Like I would buy a car from O'Chevy Chevrolet. And you get a free football. Football's like what, twenty bucks? That was like a real one though. Aren't those expensive? Yeah, like twenty bucks. <laughs> but they you know, so they all come together because they're like well, this one time I was better than my brother and my brother and like Rick Moranis even was better than his brother. And they're like, so just, we don't, we only have to beat them one time today. So all of a sudden they make some crazy, great second half adjustments. And oh, the big thing is Icebox comes back guys because she, yeah. she's like, oh, my team sucks without me. I should, but she plays in her skirt, which I thought was cool. Cause I like showing, that a lot. They're kind of showing like, you can be both. Like, why can't you be a football player and a girl? Like, why not? Mm-hmm. Especially when she's like that freaking good. Oh, yeah. She destroys Spike, by the way. She flips yeah. that mofo over his head. Which is good. I don't know. I feel bad for him. Like, he's supposed to be the villain, but he's he clearly needs some parental, like, just a That's hug. A TLC. <laughs> yeah, like, he, he needs some cocoa and a hug from somebody because his dad is not nurturing. <laughs> You need Coco. Like he's he. I don't even think he really talks in this movie. He just like growls. He he talks in third person, right, or whatever. He's like, "Spike, ball, Spike does this." Anyway, so the the last play, finally, they get to do the what they call the annexation of Puerto Rico, which is actually the old, like we talked about, old Fumbaruski invented by Nebraska back in the day, where a player intentionally like. The quarterback sets the ball down on the ground and you're pretending to like fake handoff to all these other players. So like people are running around, running around, chasing who they, they don't know who has the ball. So Farty McFart face, he grabs the ball and starts running down the middle of like wide open. He gets caught like what, like halfway and mm-hmm. he just chucks the ball backwards and I think who, who gets it? Like Icebox maybe? Does she? It goes it? through like every kid gets it at some point in this scene. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. So they just have a bunch of like laterals and eventually it looked really little, cool. It did. And eventually they score a touchdown and uh 
somehow they, they, they win, even though we just decided that that's not true. So now the Dallas Cowboys, like they genuinely don't get to play football, which sucks. Like the kids aren't the villains here. So that's weird. And then Rick Moranis goes to talk to his brother and he asks if there can be two coaches to a team. And this would have been a good moment for him to be like, hey, maybe we can find a way for everybody to be a team. Instead, he's like, hey, do you want to coach? But fuck your kids. They don't get to play. No, I think I think didn't they kind of hint that like he was going to say like everybody can be on the team and now like I want you to be my assistant coach or whatever I'm I'm pretty sure they would have got there it's just like the other three downs that just magically (laughs) it 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 got there they were gonna allow the players to play but they were gonna they went from having like each team barely having 11 kids to now they're gonna have like 30 because when the kids get injured because spike exists they'll have backups yeah and first of all everybody on the little giants team other than icebox and junior will not play ever again <laughs> like, right. like in a real game like sorry you're gonna come do kids that little actually play tackle football yeah there is Ooh, i don't like that yeah That's... i think they're trying to transition it to like flag now but... they should they should those those brains are tiny yeah you're not supposed to i don't i think they said you're not supposed to play tackle until like junior high now and even i mean that's still too early (laughs) i'd say high school even but there's no way texas is giving that up um oh yeah that's pretty much the movie and rick moranis kisses junior's mom at the end and then the dad shows up and is like dude (laughs) i'm right here yeah he's like can i take you out to dinner and the dad is like i wish you wouldn't (laughs) and then icebox's mom shows up and she's like i just went on a business retreat i thought you left us forever honey she's like it's been two days oh gosh little little giants do you have two truths and a goof for me oh i do i do i do i do i do okay are you ready yeah Okay, in, you already know this one, but in real life, John Madden travels to various football venues on bus <laughs> because he dislikes flying. Um, this movie was actually inspired by an early 1990s McDonald's ad about a peewee football team that ran during the Super Bowl. Or Devin Shawa and Shauna Waldron, so they played uh, Junior and Becky, actually started dating each other after this movie. I want that one to be fake, especially knowing that he's so much older than her. Is that your final answer? Yeah, because like at that at that age, three years is like thirty years. That one is fake. Okay, yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, so I guess Steven Spielberg actually saw that uh, commercial and was like, "Yo," he called this director and was like, "You should make a movie about this," and he did. Nice. Um, okay. Well. Uh, would you watch this again and who would you recommend it to? I wouldn't watch it again. I don't, yeah, I, we watched, uh, the other sports movie I did was League of Their Own and that one, I, I'd watch that again. I just don't, I guess that's a grown up movie, but for this one, I just don't feel like since I, if I had seen it as a kid, I might find it nostalgic and want to watch it more. But since I don't really have any ties to it, like watching it for the first time as an adult, I'm like, I could watch another sports movie or another Rick Moranis movie and be fine. Yeah, um, I was just gonna say, like, are you plugging your other movie instead? <laughs> no, just like thinking through. It's like because I do enjoy sports movies. I haven't seen many just because I didn't see them growing up, and they're not yeah. really the kids ones. At least, like, you're never really gonna go out of your way to watch like kids movies really independently. If you like Mighty Ducks, I want to see it at some point, but like, it's not 
high up on the list for me. 20 years too old. <laughs> to like... 20 years too old. Yeah, that's fair. I I would probably, I mean, like I would maybe watch this again, but I wonder if I ever will, unless I like, like you said, like have to have a reason. And I think there's better, like if I was trying to show like kids, like a sports movie, I would probably just pick, like, I think the Sandlot's better, right? For kids or other, yeah. other things like that. So like, if I wanted to watch like a football movie, I would probably just wait till they're older and I would make them watch Friday Night Lights be like, this is a better football movie. <laughs> I mean, this one's okay. This one's good. Like I would, I would watch it if you want to show your kids it, but it's like, eh, it's like somehow lower than some of those other like rag tag kids. Movies. It feels like a straight to video Disney movie. Um. So Lori, oh. if they want if our listeners want to tell us about the one time they beat their sibling at something, where can they <laughs> find us? They can find us on Twitter at Pod and Together, Facebook.com slash Pod and Together, or email us at podandthistogether at gmail.com. And they can also rate us in the time they beat their siblings wherever they find podcasts. 